Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome back to the Full Focus Entrepreneur Podcast here from the Emerald Office. Today I am joined by the creator of the Soul Planner. So welcome, Sarah. Hello. So drumroll, please. If you haven't figured it out, you are here because your planner is what I am about to name the best planner of 2022. Wow, that's so awesome. I'm really excited uh, because I went through, first of all, like an obscene number of planners. It felt, feels like all I've done is like look at planners. And the funny thing is, is for every planner that like gets to my desk, my like Facebook ads and newsfeed has like a <laughs> hundred other planners. I, yeah, so I did not get through every planner ever created, but there's always next year. <laughs> so, but this year, um, hands down, even from my first flip through, I love, love, love this planner. It has officially dethroned my longtime passion planner loyalty. Wow. And I would love to hear a little bit more about how you sort of came up with this and how you became a planner maker. Yeah, a planner maker. I love that. <laughs> I wish I went to college for that, but I didn't. I... Um... I still remember the day my dad brought home our very first home computer and I was in seventh grade and that is when I started becoming obsessed with all things clip art, banners, borders, and fonts. <laughs> and ever since then, I've always tried to make things look cuter and prettier by putting a fun font with it and adding some some cute clip art. <laughs> and it's evolved since then. Um, but what actually made me create a planner that, you know, a large group of people could use is I used to be in the direct sales industry. I was in network marketing and I was a top leader in my company. And as I was searching for a planner, I, I realized I'm at the time it felt unique where I was trying to run a business and run a successful business. And I was also trying to be really present at home and run my home really well and be the best mom and wife that I could be. And there were very few planners that could hold both of those things really well. It was either... I love walking into a stationery store and I would walk into a, a, a store and it had all these pretty cards and then I'd get to the planner section and I, I would just see the, like this light shine down on like a beautiful planner and I'd pick it up and I'd the open it up. The angels are singing. And I'd open it up and it was so blank on the inside. It would be like the tiniest three inch square for Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, like I can't fit my life into a little three inch square and I'd be so disappointed. And then like at Staples, I would find something that would work, but it'd be like all black and white and I could right. do it, but yeah. I wasn't excited to open it up every day. And since I loved clip art and fonts, I was like, I'm going to make my own. I'm going to be so excited to open my own planner every day. And so I just made my own for a while. And then eventually I'd make some for friends and then it would the word would spread. And then I decided, I think that there's enough other entrepreneurs out there that are in the same position that I am in running a home, running a business and needing a planner. That's not fluffy. That's like meaty and can handle all the things, but are also, that's also like visually appealing. So a couple years ago, I just decided let's get this manufactured and put it out there. And it was a big leap of faith, but, um, entrepreneurs are my people and I love helping them reach their goals. And so that's kind of how my journey ended up being the creator of being a planner maker. <laughs> so first of all, you hit on the exact thing that made me fall in love with this planner, which is that 
this is a planner that is definitely built to contain, I won't say all of my life, but like pretty damn near all of my life. <laughs> right. And there's no pages in the back. So like whatever is missing, I don't even know what's missing yet, but I could just <laughs> shove it in the notes section. <laughs> this has so much, um, space, but it's all kind of packed in so that it's not, you're not lugging around like a whole case of books. Mm -hmm. It is a large planner, but I'm a large person life-wise, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I am living with a whole lot of uh, sort of balls in the air and this really has space to capture it. I think the biggest thing that stood out to me, um, well, we'll get to that in just a minute. Can you talk me through what you saw as kind of the essential elements to make sure you included in this planner. Mm, yeah. The very first thing is the time slots. Like if yes. you just have a blank yes. box for your day, it's going to be really hard to be as intentional as you need to be as a leader and as an entrepreneur. Um, there are phone calls at specific times. There are Zoom meetings at specific times. You pick up your kids at a specific time and for you to understand like how much time you have in a day, it requires the time slots to be written on there. So that was the Definitely. very first thing. And that surprisingly is missing from a lot of planners, the actual time slots. So I went with half an hour. Um, yeah, which I love because that's like the only like as a as a parent and as a business owner. Uh, that's like the amount of time it takes to get something done. Right. Yeah. Like that's the smallest unit of time. If you're breaking things up any smaller, you're going to drive yourself insane. If you don't break it up that small, you're not really honoring how much time there is between things. Right. Yes. Yeah. So time slots were the first thing. And then the relationship between goals and your day to day. Um, Absolutely. Yes. There's usually a big gap between like, what do I want to do this month or this year? And like my choices for today in the next three hours, like yes. how are we connected? And that was a big mission of mine is connecting that gap um, on paper <laughs> and helping, um, mm -hmm. helping you break it down. So you know exactly what to do each day time frame that you have to work, like what you're going to do to actually make progress on your goals. Real quick, I want to stop you guys. People who are listening, if you hop over to at Elizabeth Tolis on Instagram, there's a video first look where I do a quick flip through. If you want to like have some visual reference for the pages that we're talking about, there's also much more professional photos of the pages on her <laughs> website. Uh, all of that will be linked below, but just as an aside, if you have no idea what we're talking about visually, go check those out. Awesome. So you do have this great goal setting uh, sort of uh, exercises, set of exercises at the beginning of the planner, which I think is super well laid out, uh, very much in terms of picking like sort of one big goal for the year, mm -hmm. as well as the other smaller goals so that all the areas of your life are getting sort of attention and growth. Yeah. Love that. Um, as you've mentioned, um, and an, if you just hopped over to the to those pages to look at what this looks like, this is a, a very aesthetically pleasing planner. <laughs> you mentioned to me before we started recording that you do a different design inside every year. How do you come up with what the design is going to be visually for each year? Oh, that's a great question. I have a Pinterest board where I just keep all my ideas. And then I also have started using Instagram to search mm -hmm. for ideas. And I'm usually searching a hashtag, something like surface design, because uh, people that design fabric for one um, and stationary, mm 
They have really good patterns that look really good on like notebooks or a journal or a planner. Yeah. And I use that as inspiration. Um, So usually by the time I'm selling one planner, I'm like already pretty set on how I want the next one to look. (laughs) Once the planner season's over and I'm in full design mode, I know what I want to do. Yeah. That's great. And that's a really good point is, you know, I'm assuming you use the soul planner as well. For sure. Yes. So it's designed for what all of us entrepreneurs experience, which is the need to be able to like preparing for the next season while we're executing this season. So for you, that's, you have to be planning next year's planner and selling this year's planner. For me and my business, um, you know, I'm working with all of my clients right now on doing their 2022 planning Mm -hmm. wow I start the execution of the 2022 plan that I had to plan like a quarter ago so yes having that duality of preparing for the future and executing the present is an ongoing thing for uh, entrepreneurs and yours is a little bit more conveniently in like you have one season that you sell and you have the rest for design right there's still that overlap overlap yes let's just do a quick you know, what are the major sections? Um, and I'll, I'll talk more about why this is my favorite planner. Um, obviously, I think it's cute. There are a couple colors. You can find one that's cute for you. I will say if you don't like florals, it is floral. But I do like florals. So <laughs> not a problem Works over out. here. Um, I think what the biggest game changer for me is, you know, I mentioned there's that goal setting at the beginning. Then at the beginning of each quarter and each month, you break those goals down into what you're working on this quarter and then what you're working on each month and then what you're working on each mm-hmm. week of the month. And that is really great. Uh, that's something I talk to my clients about all the time is taking all this pre-planning we do uh, sort of at the end of the year. Uh, I take my clients on a virtual New Year's Eve retreat. Mm. I will also link that below because I believe there are a couple spots left for this year where we do all this front end work of really intentionally setting goals, but that kind of isn't worth shit if you don't then transfer them sure. to the month, to the week, to the daily mm-hmm. to-do list. Beautiful. I love that. This really is, she won because she sets goals in the same way that I do. And she's created a tool that will allow me and my clients and any of you who purchase this planner to take that front end work and then translate it to what you're doing at two o'clock on an average Tuesday. Mm -hmm. The most revolutionary thing content wise in this planner for me was the brain dump. Mm, That's a lot of favorite feature. I love the brain dump. So there's two spreads for a week. One spread is to process and prep is what you call it. Mm -hmm. There's sort of that reviewing the week, um, both in terms of priorities. And also I love that you have the focus on joy and connection and Mm. kind of that personal development side of things Mm -hmm. and plenty of free space for maybe journaling or whatever you need. But then it's got a whole side that's for brain dumping to do's. Please tell me how you came up with this because it is brilliant. And you're the only one I've seen who does this every week. Mm. Well, when I was running my network marketing business, I did a ton of, re- I'm such a detail oriented kind of nerd <laughs> and I read all the books on like focus, time management, success, compound effect, atomic habits, like all of them. Mm-hmm. And there was so clearly a common thread between all of them and it was focus on one thing at a time. Right. 
and just do that one thing really well and that will spill over into all the other areas so the goal setting and the planner is is all pieced from that and um but there are all these other things still in your brain that are just floating around even though you might be executing on one task like there's all this other busyness in your mind mm -hmm. and i love the method of brain dumping because it allows you to clear the clutter out of your mind and to just get it down on paper. And I noticed when I started to do that, and I, for a long time, I just did it on like a napkin. Like, or oh, yeah. Like, I have like my planner and then I have like a legal pad of just like yeah. word vomited to do's. Yeah. And this is everything at once. And once you just get it out of your brain, some of it you don't even need to do anything with. You just had to write it down. I felt like I was more creative in my work. I felt like I was able to focus more quickly and for a longer period of time. And I was more present with everyone in my life just by writing something down on paper. There was just something yes. really powerful about that. Absolutely. And to do it once a month is not enough. But to do it weekly and to just constantly have a place to catch all that uh, mm -hmm. started changing my weeks every week. Um, and it used to be brain dump. And then on the right, you know how there's a little column where you can prioritize, you can rank them, rank the items on your brain dump. Yeah. It used to be a delegate, like delegate these things. But then I realized even more importantly than just delegating tasks is you first have to prioritize all these tasks. What are the mm -hmm. most important things? Yeah. Because life does not go according to your pretty planner usually. At least mine does. No, no it never does. <laughs> it never does. And Create, so, aim for perfection and be really excited when you land like approximately close. Yeah. I love the phrase plan tightly, hold loosely. And um, I plan my week very tightly, but I have to hold it loosely because things change. But I do want to be really clear on what are like my top one, two, or three priorities for the week. Because if everything else went out the window and I got those one or two or three things done, I still feel like I won at the end of the week. I feel like I had integrity and I feel like a success instead of a failure because I didn't get all 25 things done. And so it just helps to know like, these are the things that will move me forward and these are the things that will make this a successful week. Yeah, beautiful. And I love, so my old process would be at the beginning of the week, sit down, brain dump externally, and then transfer that into my planner. But even still, the planner I was using previously just had a weekly to-do list as opposed to a daily to-do list. So mm -hmm. that is one of the other great things is you brain dump this big week, everything that needs to get done, everything I've got on my brain, and then you transfer it to the weekly spread, which only has, what, six tasks per day, which, by the way, people, is about how many tasks you can actually do. You, you really can't do a whole lot more than that, unless you have nothing scheduled, which doesn't really happen very often. <laughs> right. In which case, if you have nothing scheduled, you can just write all down through the schedule because you have right. nothing there. Um, but this brain dump and then the daily, so you've kind of got a weekly brain dump and then the daily to-do list allows me to do what I was doing with three products. So I was brain dumping on a legal pad. Mm -hmm. writing my weekly to-do list in a planner. And then when I was very overwhelmed and needed that narrow focus of what do I need to do just today, mm -hmm. I was whipping out a whole nother daily planner yeah. just to give me that sort of blinders yes. on what I needed to do today. But this allows me to do all of it in one planner. Yes. I could not be more excited than I am. Right now. <laughs> I love it. There's also space um, 
you've got lots of space and obviously in any planner you guys we can be doing whatever we want you know she has rank by priority but if you wanted you could write delegate or you could do both you yeah. could rank the priorities for you and then write you know i would write emily because that's the name of my assistant um to delegate those things yeah yeah it's there's structure if you need the structure but there's also flexibility mm-hmm. and i tried it to make it like really gentle accountability through there if you need it it's yes. there and if it if you don't you can make it your own still yeah and another great thing guys um is the first month she gives you like little pointers on how to use things, which is really great. If you've ever like opened a planner and been like, this is probably really effective if I watch the 20 minute video on how to use this planner, but I don't have 20 minutes. I'm just going to sort of dive in. And she's got all these cute little like, Hey, by the way, why don't you use this section for meal planning or whatever you want? Who cares? Yes. And uh, just by the way, guys, she also has great sections for, you know, across the week where you see your time she's got sections for you know notes and ideas and gratitude water tracking movement tracking key habit tracking you can track all sorts of things here but you don't have um you don't have to flip like all the way to the back it's right in Mm -hmm. where you're already looking it lays flat really well so you can keep it open on your desk love that Mm -hmm. and we have a beautiful monthly reflection as well which big key for my business owners, we've got a finance tracker. Um, I will probably just be using my finance tracker for my business finances. You could definitely use it for your household finances, but it's got a place for income and expenses, you know, paying off debt, savings. And that is going to be really great for those of you who are setting really strong financial goals for your company to be Mm -hmm. constantly tracking is my, you know, is my income increasing over the mm-hmm. course of the year? And I believe the finance section at the back of the planner is new this year too. Mm-hmm. Expanded, yes. Talk to me about all, we've got like a whole bunch of, of finance stuff here. I'm really excited about it. Tell me all about it. Well, I used to have just a little bit of financial tracking um, because I was always like, everyone's financial situation is so different with time we all got 24 hours so i can make a plan for that for finances that's a completely different story so i just wasn't sure how to do it at first honestly Mm -hmm. and then over the years i've gotten more feedback like oh my gosh if you ever want to add more finance like this is what i use or a page like this would be cool and so just bit by bit adding a little bit more in my own personal finance journey i was in such huge student loan debt for so so long it was just a really big part of my life that like i felt like a burden and um in the last couple years we finally got debt free and like just the extreme habits it took to do that like i now know what it takes and i now know the tools that help me and so um this year i added that monthly budget template which is exactly what we use to um, eliminate all that student loan debt. And and you've got a debt tracker in the back, which I think is really great because student debt in particular, and I've never had crazy credit card debt, but I bet it's the same. Uh, it's so easy for you to like shut it out, mm-hmm. and not have it sort of, you know, you put it on auto pay on like whatever the lowest thing they'll let you do is. Yeah. And you sort of try really hard not to think about how many zeros are behind that number. Mm-hmm. But having it in your planner, having it as part of your monthly end of the month reflection, 
has that, you know, coming back to top of mind. And that's overall one of the strengths of this planner is that the important things are being put in front of you every day, every week, every month. You're seeing like, I should be sleeping and drinking water and paying off debt and tracking the expenses in my business and all of these things that it's so easy to just kind of set and forget in our brains. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're running a business, because especially if you're an entrepreneur, because you're running a business and you got all the stuff from at home that you're most likely responsible for, which include finances, which include meal prep, which include all those things. You don't just have to like separate those two. A lot of times it's very intertwined. And that's the way that I coach my clients, right? My clients and I are always mixing together business and life because becoming better at your business, becoming stronger as an entrepreneur is actually going to make you better at life. It's going to make you more organized. It's going to make you more present. It's going to make you more successful. And it works in the other direction. When you get your life in order, your business naturally is going to benefit from that. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the few planners that I saw it really, really coming together. Some planners are really great at keeping you focused at work. Some Mm -hmm. planners are really great at keeping you organized at home. But having it all in one place is what a lot of people are looking for. Mm -hmm. And definitely one of the areas that is sort of a a not quite yet tapped market in a lot of ways. Talk to me about how making this planner has changed your personal goal setting and sort of success over the last however many years you've been using this kind of model. Yeah. I know earlier I said the one thing I notice most successful people do is focus on one thing at a time. And over the past couple of years, I've just realized how difficult that really is to live that out. Absolutely. Particularly as women and mothers, we are expected, encouraged even, applauded for juggling all sorts of things and multitasking and, you know, having it all and all of that which is very contrary to what science says about getting things right. And I'm a dreamer and I love goals and I really want to do it all, all the time. Like I really (laughs) want to be able to do it all. And it has challenged me to really let some other things go and focus on one thing at a time. And I realized by letting some other things go, I don't actually lose them. It it does Mm -hmm. trickle down and I eventually do reach those goals too, ironically. Mm -hmm. Um, but to, to really, I've, yeah, that's the biggest thing I've realized over the last couple of years is how important it, one thing, like really just one thing um, has more impact on your life than you realize. And mm-hmm. seeing progress in one area just motivates and trickles down into all the other areas of your life. Like you said, the personal life and the work life, they're so intertwined. And when one improves, the other improves. It's just, I don't, I don't understand that science, but it does. (laughs) Well, I think part of it is there's something that I talk about with my clients. We call it internal trust. Mm. Whenever you say you're going to do something, Mm. then actually do it. You build this backlog of trust with yourself because you you do have a relationship with yourself, right? And when you say, I'm going to lose 15 pounds, and then you eat 47 Twinkies in a row, (laughs) you erode that trust with yourself. And so then every time you say you're going to do something, you, there's a part of your brain that goes, eh, but are you really? And so when you are able to set yourself up for success by focusing on one thing, you start to build this backlog of trust with yourself where when you say, I'm going to work out regularly, your body's like, oh, she needs that. 
we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be the one thing you're focusing on because now your brain, your subconscious knows to trust when you say you're going to do something. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. And that's just part of the phenomenon. There's lots of other ways that these things are intertwined. Okay. (laughs) That's not the answer, capital T. Right. It sounds like you are also a geek for goals. So I would love to hear your, you know, sort of opinions, if you will, Uh, educated opinions, because (laughs) you are really doing the work in this space and reading all the books and doing all the things. So let's dive a little more deeply into end of the year goal setting because that's what everybody's doing that's what everybody's looking for a planner to help them do that's why people are coming on my new year's eve retreat because they want to spend that dedicated time setting goals so first of all we'll just start square one why is it so important that we set goals good question i love that you do a retreat like new year's eve retreat like what a fun yeah, and that's we do it over. It's four days. It's the thirtieth through the second. I love that. That's you like, wake up like instead of being like hungover, you wake up like actually having been doing important work about right. having a good year. Like how motivating! What a way! Like what better way to start your year? And it's virtual, so people come in their pajamas at their own homes, which is great. Yeah, and there's something really powerful about goal setting with other people. Just the accountability and the feedback right there. Yeah, awesome. definitely. Um, well, I would say if you don't have goals set, like, how do you know where you're going? And our culture specifically loves to be complacent Mm -hmm. and loves to just drift. And that is going to take you somewhere, but it's Mm -hmm. not going to be where you probably want to end up. It's a horrible feeling to wake up and look over the last year or three years and ask yourself the question, how did I get here? I don't want anyone to have that feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, it it takes intentionality, purpose, and a goal to um, set your path. Now, you can't predict where you're going to be in three years, but you can set yourself on the right trajectory for sure. One of the analogies I like to use for goal setting, um, are you familiar at all with sailing? A little bit. (laughs) I This metaphor only works for people who know anything about sailing, which is unfortunate because that's like not, that's not like ubiquitous. (laughs) Sailing, in sailing, you don't get to just point wherever you want. Like if you want to go from point A to point B, you have to go in relation to the wind. You have to Mm -hmm. tack back and forth. You have Mm -hmm. to change your direction depending on which way the wind is blowing. And so at any given moment, your bearing, the way that you're directed is not necessarily going to be like straight at your future, right? It's not, but you have a general trajectory and you know you're going to have to keep tacking back and forth, keep turning, keep changing that bearing, but you're going to get to generally where you want to go given the environment that you have. Yes. And that's the way goals work, right? I tell my clients all the time, like, we're not writing these goals in stone tablets. We're going to write them on paper. Heck, we can even use pencil if we need to. Mm -hmm. But it's just to give us some kind of direction, like you said. Absolutely. I think a really important point that often people who don't like to set goals think about is, or they don't think about is, you are going to have forward momentum in the next year. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to do things. You are going mm-hmm. to change. Your life is going to change. And, or by virtue of not changing, change your future. Right. Absolutely. And 
setting goals isn't introducing that change, that momentum, that motion into your life. It's having some say in which direction mm-hmm. you're moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all time bound. We all have limited time. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's our responsibility to make the most of the time that we have. Absolutely. Wonderful. When it comes to goals, you talked about having your one big goal, but you also have space for people to make goals in sort of the other, uh, what I call buckets of their life. And mm-hmm. the way that you've broken it down is family, slash relationships, personal growth, health, both physical and mental work, finances or giving projects, wow. spiritual, and then like a choose your own adventure box. <laughs> Do you generally find that when you're using your planner, you have just one goal in each maybe, or are there whole years that you skip a bucket or are there years that you have eight things in every bucket? What does that look like for you? Yeah. I love to look at how all the pieces kind of work together in my life. Mm -hmm. So I do think it's important at least annually to look at bird's eye view of all the areas. And there are some, like for example, physical, let's say I'm already at my goal weight. And so- I still want to be a healthy physical person, but instead of like a goal that I'm going to be tracking closely, that box, I'll write more of like, how do I want to feel and how do I want to um, grow in my mindset? Um, Something like that. Uh, Just a, a note, because in the planner quarterly, you look at that bird's eye view again, just kind of with one eyeball, you look at it and see like, and how am I doing in these areas? Are right, there kind of checking I'm... the compass? Yeah, yeah. And so just to see some of those words of like, I want to feel confident and I want to, you know, have this mindset. It, it's just an indicator of like, how am I doing? Um, mm-hmm. It might not be a goal in every single box, but there's something. And I really think through like, how do I want to be showing up in that area of my life? Yeah. In the in the goal setting paradigm that I use with my clients on my retreat, we have goals set set up kind of into categories of goals because there's different types of goals. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are objective goals, like the task, like you check it off, like I need to like get a whale this year or whatever. Right. There are project goals, which are bigger things. Like for you, getting out your planner for next year is a project. There are multiple steps under it, but we don't need to delineate that all on on your list of goals. Right. There are habit goals, which essentially Mm -hmm. are, they're not goals in and of themselves, but they lead you towards that goal, right? If your goal is to lose weight, you're going to need to have habits that lead you toward that. But then the fourth type of goal that I talk about with my clients is a perspective goal. Mm. And that's, I think, what you were mentioning with that note. A perspective goal has to do with how you want to move through that area of your life. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, even more broadly, it might be, something that you need to rewrite the way that you think about that area of your life, Mm -hmm. or you need to remember something in that area, even Mm -hmm. as simple as remembering, like I make money in order to be able to support my family and give to the causes I care about. That is just as important a financial goal to keep that top of mind as it is to save $2,000 a month towards a new house or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love that you have that kind of free space there because we can put whatever kind of goals we need to. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So if it was not abundantly clear, I love the soul planner. Go Mm -hmm. buy one. She's going to sell out. And so you need to get one sooner rather than later. And 
we'll end this with the same question that I ask all of my guests, which is how do you stay focused in your business and in your life? Oh, put me on the spot. <laughs> I love time blocking. That could be a whole nother podcast. But... <laughs> we'll have you back to talk about time blocking. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, just the method of time blocking, uh, complete undistracted time to get what's most important done. Yeah. I really love that you didn't just like take the easy way out and be like, my planner keeps me focused. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was so fantastic to have you. And uh, we'll have to have you back again sometime soon. It was so nice to meet you, Elizabeth. You're doing such great work. I, I just feel honored that you connected with the Soul Planner. I'm excited. I'm also really, really happy that my favorite planner genuinely turned out to be one from an independent small business mm -hmm. as opposed to one of the many really amazing but larger brands. So that's my I didn't do that on purpose, but I'm so happy that the way it was. Yay for small businesses. Yay for small businesses. And that is a perfect place to end. Thank you for spending your time with me, Elizabeth Tolis, here in the Emerald office. If you want to hear, watch, read, and learn more about entrepreneurship, focus, and living a life of impact, I invite you to check out Full Focus Entrepreneur, where I coach small business owners to be more effective, more organized, more profitable, and more impactful. If you're interested in listening to more of me talking to myself and others, please check out the Emerald office where all the episodes for all of my podcasts can be found. Both the Emerald Office and Full Focus Entrepreneur, as well as my social media and the show notes, can be most easily found at elizabethtolis.com. And I want to especially thank Eric Tolis, who made the sweet backtrack you're listening to now, and Maria Carius, who made the beautiful artwork that graces this podcast's cover. A link to all of Maria's art can be found in the show notes.